creation. Hallelujah. He's the beginning and the end. Hallelujah. Alpha and Omega, the comforter. He is everything in between the I am that I am. Hallelujah. Every day above ground is a good day. Hallelujah. <laughs> a wise man once told me that. <laughs> but it, it's good to be here. It's awesome weather. Amen. But I give glory and honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Scripture says, for in him we live, we move, and we have our being. I give honor to Pastor and Sister Parker for inviting us, for continually being our pastor from a distance, from far away. The Bible says that pastors are giving according to his own heart. And so I thank you from the bottom of our heart. I give honor to God for my wife. Amen. Mother of my child. Amen. It's just it's an awesome role. Next time we'll come through, we'll tell some personal other testimonies. But it is awesome, as Pastor said and has been shared. We are appointed missionaries for the Asian military ministry. It's good to see the demuth here. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Miller was our 72nd licensed minister for the district his time in Korea. But through the military, I served the United States Air Force for 26 years. Been retired about five years now. Me and my wife, we have one child. She's back in Okinawa. But we were all saved in the military church in the country of Germany. So missions and military is in our blood. Amen. We arrived on the island of Okinawa in 2005, which I told the Lord prior to that I never wanted to be a pastor, just be an evangelist, just preach and move. Who knew the details about deputation? I'm preaching and I'm moving. Hallelujah. But God will go through great length, cross seas, boundaries, lands, languages to save a soul. But many are called, but few are chosen. Come to understand that you have to choose to be chosen. You have to choose to be chosen. Amen. And so, if you haven't learned already, Okinawa is a small island, 67 miles long and 23 miles wide at the widest point. Tell people I swim like a rock, so the Lord having me on the island is a good place probably. Amen. And so as the video presentation is being prepared, we show the history of the Asia military ministries. Because of this, a different type of ministry was and is needed to serve our troops. 
one that would be just as necessary, unique, and adaptable as the military itself. In 1979, the First United Pentecostal Church and Asian Military Ministries was started on the island of Okinawa. Shortly thereafter, the Asian Military District was formed to include the military installations located on mainland Japan and South Korea. The AMD had its start when missionaries in South Korea, the Turners, and the Bernards started reaching out to the military community by holding Bible studies and started the service on Young Sun Army Base in the 1980s, which continues to this day. The First United Pentecostal Church is now 36 years old and was begun by several military families who came together and prayed for a missionary. And God provided the Genesis, who at the time were missionaries to Japan. These handful of families gave their prayers and finances to buy the current building that was built in the 1950s, from which they refurbished it with most of their own hands to have a church for themselves and for future military and their families. The district headquarters church the First United Pentecostal Church is located on Okinawa, where the missionary and his family lives and pastors the military church. He also holds the appointed position as the Asian Military District Coordinator. Over its 36-year history, five missionaries have come out of the First United Pentecostal Church. The first was a daughter and son-in-law of the missionary Genesis. The next four had all served in the military. Two were witnessed to by their military co-workers and received salvation at the FUPC, and the other two were both called of God to pastor the church while they were still on active duty. Both of them retired and became missionaries. Over the years, approximately 645 have been baptized in Jesus' name, and 492 have received the Holy Ghost. Another legacy of the small military church in Okinawa is of those who have received a ministerial license. Beginning with Brother Laster, who was the first to be licensed, there have been 72 licensed ministers and a total of 73 for the district who have been raised, trained, and sent. The last and most recent licensed minister, having been a military brat herself, as they are called, is the first female, the pastor's daughter, who is also under the AIM program and now the assistant pastor, who is back in Okinawa, filling in while her parents are on the deputation field. The military population that makes up the AMD has approximately 29,300 stationed in South Korea, 27,000 on Okinawa, and 23,000 on mainland Japan. And this is not including their family members and U.S. contractors, but a total of over 79,300 souls to connect with, reach, and minister the gospel of Jesus Christ and the apostolic message. Because of their geographical location, the missionary coordinator has to travel for over 3,400 miles by airplane when needed to minister, fellowship, train, establish revival studies or services, and hold district conferences in the AMD. So you can see why your support is necessary to help with evangelism, travel, and training. Unique to military ministries is the effect of the revolving door that the military and their families face because of constant rotation, deployment, and moving. The FUPC and AMD vision, goal, responsibility, and purpose is to raise up and train leaders who, when they return home, can be used in their local churches because all 
will eventually leave. The military and their families coming to Asia stay an average of three to four years, and singles stay only one to two years. Now, come with me, and let's take a journey through the years to see, experience, and meet some of the men and women that have come through the doors of the Asia military.
in this church, I was able to be rooted and grounded in Christ, having my mind made up to move into heaven. It was in Okinawa that I received my calling to minister. Because of the church in Okinawa, I am now willing and able for God to use me in whatever capacity He chooses. The first night at Pentecostal Church of Okinawa was my lighthouse, it was my hospital, it was my training ground, and I am forever thankful and grateful that God has placed a church there just for me. Be blessed in Jesus' name.
Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Only two defining forces have ever offered to die for you. Jesus Christ and the American soldier. One died for your soul and the other died your freedom. As unique as the culture of the military, so is the uniqueness of military ministries. God has always saved man to reach man, and God is saving those in the military to reach those in the military. There is a war that is still going on, but spiritually the war is constantly. These two displays that you see, they are not just for show, but they are for hands-on. We're asking you at some point at the end of the service that you'll join us in laying hands on the hats, the boots, the uniforms, and the helmet, and helping us to pray for our military that are still scattered around the world. This display over here, as you can see, there are four branches of the military all sewn into one uniform. But what makes this uniform special is that it has been worn and it is currently being worn by apostolic men in the military. Two are active duty and two are retired. So you can imagine that if this uniform could talk, it would speak of the places, the people, and experiences that God, using them through the military, amen, to preach the gospel around the world. As Pastor Parker said, those who have served God in the military, we are paid missionaries. But it is only through the, through the military that God is able to fulfill his commission to go ye in all the world. Because it's only through and by the military means that men and women are able to go into countries and nations and places that normal civilians cannot go to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. On these four cards that are hanging down are the testimonies of these men. And so at some point at the end, if you would like, you can read their testimony. This display that you see over here, many have seen the first part of a fallen soldier where a man or a woman have ultimately given their lives for, for us who are American. Our heartbeat, our burden, our passion, and the ministry that God has called us to is to try to reach our American military before they reach the fallen soldier part, but introduce them to the risen Christ. Our American military is the most powerful fighting force in the world. But how much more powerful if they are born again and filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Again, we have a unique ministry of all the missionaries because we are trying to reach our own Americans. Sons and daughters, mom and dad, aunt, uncles and neighbors on a foreign soil. And so it's unique. So you've. Already know why we're here on deputation. Amen. Our pastor and first lady, Sister Parker, they are very much experienced and more than the kids. Amen. And so, Brother DeMuth, Brother Miller, you've been a part of the Asian military ministries. And we have affected the world 
Again, the military people don't realize that there is an embassy or consulate in about every country. So the military has provided means of the gospel to be spread through many different nations and countries. And so, again, it's a unique ministry. Amen. And and it was highlighted that our daughter, who is my assistant pastor and licensed minister, and so I'm just bringing to light that she is under the AIM program and asking churches and people maybe to consider her taking on as a partner. But as most and all missionaries, amen, we come and ask for things. Martha has already mentioned the special projects. But we would like to leave each of you, if you would like, a bookmark. Amen. There should be some back there on the table. If not, we will get some with our faces and name that you can pray for us. But on the back of this bookmark is a list of all of the military bases that are in Asia that if the Lord will put on your heart that you can pray for a specific base. And we ask in our the body of Christ for a specific prayer because the army base that's in Seoul, South Korea, Yongsam, that's been there for many years, a drawing down. Amen. Giving the land back to the Korean government for whatever reason. And so they building up another base camp Humphreys. And so we need a leader, somebody. Oh, I'm not looking at you guys. (laughs) The camp Humphreys, amen, to start a work in the chapel. Again, that work in the on Youngsung has been going on for over 70, excuse me, uh, 37 years. Amen. And so we need that that transition uh, so we don't lose um, our slot again. The chapel and we know that through other means that they're trying to shut our service down. But we know that God will always have a remnant of a church. Amen. And so we just asking you to join us in prayer this time and ask my wife. (laughs) Yes. To come and greet the congregation. Testify. Amen. This is a special service for us because we get to, amen, to be with our pastors. Amen. Oh, I was going to, I was, praise the Lord, church. I, I was supposed to sing, so I'm, I'm military form, like, wasn't timed yet. But blessed be the name of the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. I'm so glad for the mercies of Jesus Christ. Because without taking too much time, if, if there wouldn't have been a church in Germany that, for the military, that, Somebody in the mil- somebody had a burden for the military in Germany. Where would I be right now? So I'm so thankful for the military work in Europe and also continues in, a- in Asia. I'm especially thankful for the Asia military district. Because when we left Germany in, ni- in 2005 and, and landed on, in Okinawa, Pastor, um, it was a rough time for me. We had gone through some things in Germany that I won't get into, but I was in a place in my walk that I believe that I was at a fork in the road. And pastor instantly, you know, it's all, you know, you, you always think that sometimes, you know, God does speak to us. So don't get me wrong. But sometimes God has to use other people because, see, God knows us personally. He knows sometimes we're not even going to listen to his voice. That may sound strange to somebody. But it's the truth. But sometimes God will put people in our paths to speak a word of wisdom to us, a word of knowledge to us. And you always need to take that to the Lord. Because it's important that the whole body is being used. And so God uses people to speak to us. So when we got there, Pastor, 
God used Pastor and Sister Parker to speak into my life. I believe that when I landed on Okinawa, that God used it as not only as a place that I was going to be, be in, the middle, in, the, in the ministry, but a place of healing. Because, I, because they, become, they became not only just my pastor, my friends, but they became my parents. Um, I'm the only one in my family besides my daughter who served this one true God. And so I needed an example of a mother and a father. And they were that example to me. I think Sister Parker particularly because she was the one who raised me up in the ministry. She may think that, well, what did I do? I just was an example. But everything she did was calculated. I really believe that. Sometimes she would speak things that I'm like, how do you know that? But the Lord knew, and she's connected with the Lord, so she knew. So I'm quite honored and humbled and overwhelmed to be here today. Not only do I give honor to God for allowing me to stand and to continue, but I give honor to my pastor and Sister Parker for believing in me and allowing me to be myself. You know, I'll never forget, we used to have ladies' prayer, and we still do have ladies' prayer. Thank you, Jesus. We need to hold on to some of the traditions are good. Some aren't, but that, that's a good tradition. And I remember one time, and I, and I feel like she was speaking just to me. That's one of those times where she brought a big, beautiful uh, flower arrangement. And I'm like, wow, whose birthday? Who's, you know, what was it for? And she just stood in a table in the middle of the room. And she began to speak to us ladies. And she said, look at this beautiful bouquet of flowers. And so she then took it, put it in her hand, and she said, this is, and I don't know flowers. She does. So I'm, I'm just going to say stuff. A rose, an orchid, a lily, because that's all I know. But there were more flowers in the bush. And as she was saying, and afterwards she said, all these flowers represent you. They're all different, but look how beautiful they are when they come together. And I'll never forget that, Sister Parker. Because that, that she didn't know, but I was struggling with my identity and who I should be. And who God was calling me to be. Because I was following and I, and I believed. See, I believe with all my heart to obey those who have rule over me. And so I was obeying and following my pastor. And I would have emulated anything she wanted me to do. But she was saying that God has called us all unique and we all come together as one. And it's such a beautiful thing when we all come together in unity as one. For the same purpose. And so, Sister Parker, thank you for that, because I hold on to that when I struggle in this world that keeps trying to come in on the church and to put its ideas and its traditions on us. See, God has given us a word, and our identity is in the word of Jesus Christ. We don't have identity crisis. We stand on the word, and that's whom we should be. So if you're struggling in here today whom you should be today, this is who you should look to. Our pastor, the Lord has given us an earthly person to look upon, and that's our pastor and first lady. And that's where our example comes from. But God has called us all 
to a higher calling. We've all been called to be robed in righteousness and in truth. And I'm just so thankful to people who have put in me the word and taught me the importance of the word of God and to be the people of the word. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be in my pastor's house today, standing here. Because I'm an, I am a witness and an example of what they have done and what they have been about. I hope I'm a good witness. <laughs> Because it's important to me to please also my pastor, first lady. There's many things and many people we can try to please. But God is number one. And we should also want to be pleasing to our pastor. So they can be pleased and not be grievous. So thank you, pastor, for an opportunity to be here. Because you already support us and we thank you for that. Thank you for being an opportunity to bring the military ministry here because it's so important and it's so needed as pastor said where was the first bible study and we're going to use that pastor we're going to steal that because we didn't we didn't even realize that that's good that's good we're going to say it everywhere we go it was a military home hallelujah don't forsake the military we're bringing it back a little bit of patriotism to america I believe we're in a state in America where we look to too many things that are not of God. And they're trying to take God out of America. But if we can be that lighthouse, that beacon, that everywhere we go in this city, La Crosse, Okinawa, that we're the light, that we're the witness. Because the Bible says that we are to be witnesses, ambassadors, not with ambassadors of Jesus Christ. I love that word. Because you think about the military, there's ambassadors, he said. All over the world, there's these Places where the military go where uh, an ambassador represents the United States of America. Isn't it awesome to be representations of Jesus Christ on the earth? So think about that. Think about how we should represent Jesus Christ to this world, to La Crosse. God bless this church. God bless you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Been a special service. I guess we get to go over just a little bit, Pastor. But um, the Lord in the book of Revelation, he mentioned a few times we have to have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. God is always speaking to us. We just have to pay attention. And so there is... um, a word from the Lord that I, I need to speak, so be patient. Um, there is a few scriptures. The first two, excuse me, the first three I will will say. I will, You can stay seated, but the last two I will ask you to stand. There's two messages actually in one that I need to preach, so again, be patient, but you'll see in the end. First 